0: For more information about this and other podcasts we produce, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, it's still a little bit Halloween-y. We've still got sort of the hangover from Halloween, even though the holiday is gone. We're sticking with a horror-ish kind of film, because we are watching 1988's Beetlejuice.
1: Beetlejuice! Steve said weenie! (laughs)
2: Oh, you ruined...
0: It's okay, we don't actually want Michael Keaton to turn up I do Actually, you know what, that's true Michael, if you're in town, please pop by Uh, As you can hear, we have a nice full room of people to watch Beetlejuice with Beetlejuice Uh, Summoning first our guest who has not seen the film It is Patrick Downs, Patrick Downs, Patrick Downs (laughs)
1: I'm here, hey Uh,
0: Patrick, you've not seen Beetlejuice I've not seen Beetlejuice What the hey? Beetlejuice
1: I don't. Is is, it, is this a name three times thing? Is yes. yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Because I always thought that was Candyman. <laughs> it is it Candyman. Is also Man can, well. It's also Candyman. Yeah. Okay. But
2: Candyman's not Michael Keaton.
1: <laughs> He's not.
0: No. Is oh it? my God. Two very different people. Um, okay. <laughs> what? No. Yes. What do you actually know about Beetlejuice? Oh well, I know it's Michael Keaton.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, I know. It's something to do with like the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Yep. Getting yeah? nuts. And I know it's got Jeffrey Jones in it, which is probably not great, mm. but you know, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, given what, yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. Happened um, with him later <laughs> in life, but you know, th- but that's is, about
0: it. Yeah, this is before all that, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I must admit, uh, as I welcome also our guest who has seen the film Tigger Mulvaney, Tegan Mulvaney, Tigger Mulvaney. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So whenever Jeffrey Jones pops up in these films, I, I always forget. He was a pretty big star yeah. at this time. Well, and that's then, the
1: thing. He's he's actually a great actor. Yeah, and it's a it's. I mean, it's obviously horrible what happened, mm-hmm. but it's also
0: a real shame. It is, like, but you know that's you know you, you you break the law and that happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tegan, you are not the only person in the room who has seen the film because we have a third guest. <gasps> uh, allow me to introduce Maisie Cops, Maisie Cops, Maisie Cops. Hello. Uh, so Maisie, it's um, it, it's your it's your second official uh, podcast here after yes. Pocahontas. Yes. You've seen Beetlejuice?
3: Yes, I have, but I have not seen it for a very long time.
0: Right, and uh, uh, Tegan, how long has it been since you've seen uh, Beetlejuice? A, a
2: few years, but this was a like just like Spaceballs was when we did Sp- like this Spaceballs and Beetlejuice. I watched pretty much just one after the other. Constantly on repeat when I was Growing up so It's been a few, probably three Four years but I know it off by heart
0: Okay and in a vague Non-spoilery sort of way um, How do you two feel That you can sort of best sum up this film um, For Patrick
2: I think his notions are correct It's so funny It's Tim Burton I think at his best mm. In that era of his, of his Filmmaking when he made really interesting, really fun films. Yeah, because
0: the, the year after this is Batman. Yeah, And then yeah. not too long after that is um, uh, the, the This Is Halloween, that film. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas. Christmas. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nightmare and Before this Christmas. this is around
2: yeah. Edward Scissorhands sort mm. of era too. Maisie likes that film too. Yeah. Um, yeah, be- before he started making too many Johnny Depp films um, – I like the Johnny Depp's not in this one. Um, True. That's good. It's just funny. And I like that idea. I li- and I think like it's been nice to with Maisie as well, because this is what I had when I was a kid, like to kind of appreciate a film that's a bit scary, but you don't get terrified by it as a kid. Like there's mm. so much appeal in it as you get older. Even It's an adult, you know, film for adults, obviously, but it's – it was a fun introduction to the the novelty of uh, humor and fear, yeah, you know, mixed together, like goosebumps and yeah, that those sort of, sort thing. of things. And
0: yeah, I, I um, also I really enjoyed Beetlejuice watching it as a, as a child, probably about the same age um, that you are now, Maisie. Um, we also had at that time the Beetlejuice cartoon. Yes, isn't that awesome? it awesome? Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah, uh, I had yeah. the
2: Beetlejuice um game as well. I, there was a there was a computer game for mm. Beetlejuice too. Where you just had to feed him bugs
0: On a checkerboard Seems appropriate Uh, (laughs) But yes um, Yeah it was I I remember it being quite a good fun film And uh, I'm very much looking forward to getting into it So uh, shall we watch Beetlejuice guys
2: Yes Yes. Let's
1: do it
0: All right, for those of you listening at home Pop in your DVDs and get out your handbooks For the recently deceased As we watch Beetlejuice 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 Ah Oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that beetle's got my juice! <laughs> While Stephen and his guests are watching the film in question, I'm just going to take this moment to tell you about another project from Thought Jar Productions. It's a science fiction radio play series called Atlantis, and it's available to download right now! All you have to do is go to www.atlantisradioplay.com, click the Listen Online tab, and you can listen online or download up to seven episodes of original science fiction content from Thought Jar Productions. That's atlantisradioplay.com. And now, back to the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Beetlejuice. And by we, I of course mean my three guests today Tegan, Patrick, and Maisie. Now, Patrick, that yeah. was your first time watching Beetlejuice. Sure is. What did you think?
1: I really liked it. Yep. Is that the right, right answer? Yeah. Yep. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really great. I was just saying before, it was not at all what I was expecting it to be plot wise. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to go into that right now. No, no, please do. So I think the big thing is I didn't realise Biddlejuice was the antagonist. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: I
1: didn't realise he was the bad guy of the movie. I thought he was some kind of helper type character. I was never sure. Mm. Um, And kind of as important as he was, how much he was kind of almost a B story Mm. to the the whole thing that was going on, you know? Like the main story was... um,
2: Barbara, Barbara and, and Adam, Adam,
1: trying to get the, the, what were their surnames again? The out of their house. Yeah. Uh, and he was kind of more a background, more a background, but yeah, he was more the B-plot.
0: Yeah. So it was very interesting. It was. And that was something that I felt uh, watching this was, I, I forgot how little Beetlejuice is actually in the film. Mm. Like he, he sort of, as a presence, is hanging over the film quite a lot, but in terms of what he actually does, it's not really that much, really. Mm. It's kind of... Um, I, I don't know if that's how you felt Tegan watching it again that that it's he's in it virtually not at all if for a title character it's very strange
2: definitely I think it but it almost follows like a classic horror plot, so like a film like candyman or like a classic horror like that he like you know all of those kind of horror films they they the protagonist is always the the ingenue or someone mm. you know someone of of that caliber and then and then the film is about the if it was a horror film you'd it'd be more understandable i reckon
0: yeah with this film coming in the wake of sort of halloween i suppose and and the the you know the horror uh tropes and genre of those films mm. it is interesting that this film is really just more of a, a a comedy with kind of like horror elements kind of painted on almost mm. yeah um Obviously, it, it, it's a Tim Burton film, Patrick. Um, oh, yeah, though. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, but I, I suppose Tim Burton. A lot of his films have a very sort of particular theme. Some, particularly
2: of them, in that era, yeah, that, that time. Yeah, but yeah.
0: some of them feel more Tim Burton-y than others. Sure, I guess. Sure. Um, where would this sit on on that scale? I
1: mean, this is through the roof, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of Tim Burton esque. Just. Style and Mm. and story and everything. I
2: I think it's also that um that uh, the fact that Danny Elfman has so much influence on the Mm, music as well. The blend of the two creates just such an atmosphere. Absolutely,
1: Mm. yeah. I I think I mean I think this is um this might be just like pure distilled. You know, eighty proof.
4: Tim <laughs> Burton, absent, absent. Tim
2: Burton. Yeah,
0: got some pure cup Burton over here for yeah. you to Try out, um, Maisie. Um, what did you think of the music with with Danny Elfman's score?
3: Um, I actually thought I thought it was good because I thought I thought that I thought the music sort of added an extra tone because, like, still when Beetlejuice, was being funny and people were popping jokes. The music was making it like almost. Scarier. I thought it sort of fiddled with the mood of each scene in like in a in a good way. Hmm. But yeah, I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I, particularly the opening like long shot of the town mm. that turns into the model with the music just going. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 it's just yeah,
2: it's, dun, 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 dun. all that like yeah. that, um, string section.
0: Yeah, it's just got a beautiful pace to it, which yeah. you know for what is essentially just a long shot of a one street town. Shouldn't be that interesting or thrilling, but it is. Mm. It's it's great, and again, just Danny Elfman, very good at what he does. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And you know, we'll it, go out in the and say that. Yeah, Danny Elfman, not bad at making music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we so obviously we meet uh, Adam and Barbara in their you know having their lovely uh, semi timeless uh, young married couple American lifestyle. We know it's probably post World War Two. It could be anywhere up to 1988. When is it? Who knows? <laughs> um. And we see them, you know, going about their lives, uh, their lives which very quickly end because of a dog on the bridge.
1: Stupid dogs. Oh, damn bridge dogs. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: and that, that, that I, true villain of the piece, the, the bridge dog, yeah. never yeah. came up again. You
2: know. I like to think the dog belongs to that idiot um, old uh, barbershop guy. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, well, I thought it was meant to be because he was hanging around...
2: Well, the dog ran in front of the car when yeah, they're going to the shop. Yeah, I thought it was meant to be his dog. Yeah. I thought
1: watching it, okay, I thought it was either his dog or I thought the dog was going to turn into Beetlejuice at some point. Mm. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen, obviously. No. It's yeah. so like, oh, is, is the dog Beetlejuice? Is for some reason he killing them to bring them into the afterlife for some reason? That's mm. obviously not what happened. I, l- I love that I old man. Going. No,
3: yeah. the movie's a bit more straightforward than that.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the old man's great. Just, well, I saw a man who... he's
2: turned a key. He yeah. had hair to his goddamn shoulders. <laughs> just, just trim it a little. Just tr- trim it a little. Yeah, okay, we've got to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, yeah,
0: and so that's funny. but that's all we kind of get of the town, which it, from that opening shot, watching it again, I was like, if I was watching this for the first time, I think I would probably have the feeling of like, the town is important. And the town isn't important in the film, no. really. No, well, because
2: they can't leave the house. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I, I wonder if they're painting it like, they paint dairy in it, you know, like as these like suburban small towns with their, you know, friendly neighbourhood. Everyone knows everyone. Mm. It it does it very very quickly. Yeah. Um. I li- again. I love. I like that. I like the that. The, there's no need for more establishment than Hmm. Maitland Hardware Store sign that we see. So we know that Adam owns the shop and then he's obviously part of this, a big part of this community.
0: Hmm. So Adam and Barb uh, are killed by Bridge Dog. Well, not by the Bridge Dog. Bridge Dog. Bridge Dog (laughs) causes uh, their death. And they discover that they are ghosts. They are spirits haunting a house and they don't know what to do. And the film, much like them, Kinda just wanders around for five ten minutes.
1: Mm. This is the and this is where I was like, oh, this movie's. I get it now. Mm. I get why this movie's so cool. Is the idea of people working out that they're not only they're dead, but that they're ghosts and mm. they can do ghost stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and there's a manual for there's it. There's a manual there's for it, cool. and it's like, oh, this is really cool. I haven't seen anything really like this before. Mm like and it was that was the kind of when the penny dropped It was like oh i i get why this movie is so special now because it's exploring this very i think very original idea i mean i'm sure it's been done in other media perhaps you know before but i'd not really seen anything like it before mm.
2: it's it, kind of yeah. bleak like when you yeah, take yeah. the you could take the comedy out of it mm. and Absolutely. you would have a very bleak because
1: there was no talk of heaven or hell or anything like that no. it's like this is the afterlife. Well, she's, Miss
2: Argentina says it. She says, this is what happens when you die. This is what happens when they die. Yeah, yeah. And it's all very personal. And then, and if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have had my little accident because if you commit suicide, you become a su- yeah, yeah, public so, servant. Yeah. Yeah. Although,
0: although some of those guys were having, a, it looked like a great time. Like the guy who'd been run over. Oh, I so love that. that. That effect is so great. <laughs> yeah. We've just hung up on the wires. Oh, I've not been feeling myself lately. Yeah. And they're just freaked out. I'm feeling a bit flat, <laughs> and yeah, I I did like. I, to be honest, I quite liked how everyone in in sort of the death zone, the afterlife, was getting on with it. In that yeah. sense, like you had Juno, their boss, with the wonderful effect where she'd obviously cut her throat, yeah, and every time she smoked, smoke would come out of her neck. It's
2: incredible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's
0: actually beautifully done. Yeah. Like, um. That- yeah, Maisie, did you have a favourite victim of suicide in this film? <laughs> um.
3: Oh, I really don't know. They're all just probably the run over guy because he's just.
0: Yeah.
3: I love how he's just. He's he's he knows. Um, he knows that he needs to be a public servant. He knows that what he's supposed yeah. to be doing. He knows he's got he's got all his priorities lined up. Mm. Um, but yeah, he just he just seemed really happy.
0: He did. Yeah. Mm. He did.
1: He's making the best of a bad situation. That's already. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and he didn't look too tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah we, we, ha- we have Ooh, them dealing Rudy's with man. <laughs> <laughs> we had them uh, dealing with the situation meanwhile the Dietzes have moved into their, ho- uh, their home we have uh, June who's constantly like just redecorate the place with it. June had a really weird face and I don't know what they did with the makeup wise but she just didn't look she looked like what I think an alien's idea of a human would be I don't know what they did to her to make her seem quite unhuman.
3: All
2: of those little bit roles, mm. they're all so funny. The people mm. they get in them, mm. the little moments that they get. Tim Burton is very good at that, yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, it, it, it worked really well in the film. It was just, yeah, it, I, I just remember really not liking her yeah, while watching amazing. the film. And yeah. I know that's yeah. the point. But, yeah, she was just so strange. It's mm. uh, So strange that she made the deets as. Not that weird, even though they're meant to be odd people. Like, you've got yeah. um, uh, Delia, who's who's the artist, um, who's just fantastic.
2: She's
1: yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, yeah. She's she's just... the... See, I didn't think they were weird, though, just that they were yuppies. They were just like... Mm. New Yorkers. Know, New York yuppies, mm. 80s yuppies, you know. So mm. this, yeah, that's kind of what I, the vibe I got from them.
2: Yeah. I love the a comment that it makes about, like, the sort of New York at time like the 80s New York 80s sort of vibe that there would yeah. have been and he's like that he, he he obviously hasn't been able to hack it and because they're, yeah, yeah. they're all horrible they're all vile oh, they are yeah, everyone yeah. who comes
1: actually that's interesting you say that like he hasn't been able to hack it she's not really able to hack it as an as an artist no. she's pretty artist pretty crap yeah mm-hmm. so they've kind of bailed yeah you know much to the Chagrin of Delia But they've kind of Bailed to mm. the country Yeah And yeah. there's even
0: that line From uh, Robert Goulet As Maxie saying yeah. You know Charles I know you've you, you need to You know You've gone a bit nervous But you know It's very clear He's in the middle of having A, a, a nervous breakdown Yeah now. that's yeah. right And yeah. his way of dealing it Is moving to the country And going bird spotting And yeah. like having a Practical home He just wants to relax yeah.
1: yeah I mean that, I like that That, that, that so much he, that, he just wants to relax Why can't I relax mm. No one will let me relax
4: Yeah
2: you know, I like they, that they make that they allowed Delia and Charles to be in love, though. Like yeah. you oh, really yeah, yeah. do sense that they
1: they kind of supported each other, like when they'd give each other little winks and stuff. Yeah, when, yeah. Someone, when they were trying to do something, the other one would be like, "Yeah, do it. Okay, good." That's right. Good. There's so yeah. that
2: as different as they as in this situation as they are, and as much as they allow each other, you know, you know, he's a bit hen. He's totally henpecked by yeah, her. Yeah. Mm. They care about each other very much.
0: Yeah. Although they clearly are at the end of each other's tethers at certain points. Oh, absolutely. Including yeah. uh, your favourite line from the film, Tegan. <laughs> Which, uh, I- let
2: me get out of this house and make it my own. I will go insane and I will take you with
0: me. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's I- incredible. <laughs> yeah. She uh,
2: is my idol. The two- Jennifer Saunders and Catherine O'Hara are the two women performers that i love more than anything on this planet yeah Mm. i
1: do think after michael keaton she's the standout Mm. of this movie in terms of performance yeah no i think so uh,
0: there aren't really any bad performances no there aren't but i think i think you're right i think
1: think after in terms of just like the big fun character that you that is not just is not broad but is is very well crafted Mm. i think after michael keaton she's Mm. she's the She's number two Mm. In that regard I think Um, Because you've got Gina Davison And Alec Baldwin Playing The straight characters Even though they're ghosts They're the straight Ones ostensibly Yeah You know Baby Winona Ryder Is the Is is the Kind of the kid We're all meant to go Oh she's the good one You know Mm. Yeah so No I think I think she's She's the character Second character I like the most anyway Mm.
2: They let them Again They're they're allowed to ham it It's, It's 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 such a gift, and then as if like for film to be able to ham up when needed, and I think the way that Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin play such, with such sincerity, yeah, mm. is such a beautiful contrast to that. Because she's just, she's just hamming it up. She's she is, so, yeah. but be, but believably so. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, you believe that everyone has an arty friend, yeah. And I feel as though you're allowed to project it that that arty friend on onto that character, onto Delia. Absolutely. Um as people work in the arts we have many to choose from. Yeah. Um <laughs> Maisie. Yes.
4: Um
0: what did you think of um of of, Livedi- of Lydia in this film as played by baby uh, babyface Winona Ryder. Um what did you think of her as a character?
3: Um, I liked how she didn't really understand the meaning of life and then but like she was She just, she felt really lost and... But after all this, like, whole supernatural experience that she just had, as you, like, see at the end of the film, she is, like, it's changed her life, which is really, um, which I think is really nice because she's gone from not understanding anything to just being, like, a happy, normal kid. Hmm. But otherwise than that, she's actually... She plays a big part in the film, and um, but she doesn't have to really step up to being... Because like normally in these films you see um, kids, they, they step up and they save the day. Mm. Um, but she doesn't... She just sort of has to keep being her to... Yeah. She doesn't have to change to save the day.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah. She's that
2: nice link, isn't she, between the two families? Because. Yeah. There's the reference at the start to Gina Davis, Barbara not being able to have kids, and the mm. house. The reason is that Jane wants to sell the house is because she wants because it should be for a family, and so she ends up with two sets of parents really mm. that she can get different things out of.
0: She comes from a very dark place, mm. um, particularly partway through the film, where you know she's writing essentially a suicide note. Um, she wants
2: to go to the other side She wants to be with them and
0: it's interesting how that yeah she she's chosen that not from the i suppose the usual way that you know um youth suicide is depicted in film it's because she's made a connection with these two people who happen to be dead and they've gone missing Mm. and she wants to find them um but also you know she's in a very unhappy place so you know she doesn't really have any connections where she is um but then you know through the events of the film is shown that you know being alive is, is kind of great and it's you know it's a good place to be yeah um yeah and it's I, I think it is interesting how this film chooses to depict suicide and chooses to depict death in general um and the fact that they make it familiar the fact they put like a bureaucracy in there yeah uh, i think is an interesting way of making it uh, making it almost comfortable to talk about where people may not be comfortable talking about the uh, mortality at all.
2: And that's where the humour plays the play. That's what I mean. If you took the humour out of it, you'd still have a very interesting film. Yeah. It'd yeah. just be incredibly depressing because yeah. it would be like, you know, when you die, you're just working your nine to five job as normal mm. <laughs> or you're living you're in your own house and you can't go anywhere. And, you know, that sometimes that trapped idea that we feel in the, in the the living life. We ultimately end up with that in the afterlife because otherwise a sandworm will eat us.
0: So we luckily have, uh, to spice up this film and push it into the comedy realm. Michael Keaton God, as Beetlejuice. So uh, Patrick, what, what, what do you, uh, think of M- Mr. Mr. Keaton? I mean, he's great. He's Michael Keaton. He's He's brilliant. Mm. Um,
1: like I was saying earlier, I think I was surprised at um, at the role Beetlejuice actually played in the movie. I thought, like I said, I thought it was going to be bigger. I thought it was going to be more of a protagonist kind of character. Um, but I think it's act- the way the role he did play was actually quite brilliant. It's this sort of, as, as, as the menace, you know, and mm. the, the menace that everyone warns against, mm. you know, and, um, what was what was their caseworker's name? Oh, Juno. Do you know Juno, as she warned against? She said, "Don't you know? Don't mess with him mm. because he's dangerous. He's crazy. All this stuff.
4: He's also an idiot. He's also like, dumb. Like that's, that's, the well, thing. that's part of why he's yeah. dangerous.
1: Is because he's stupid. Yeah. Like so he
2: so and, you, and arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he can be beat. Like he can be." put back where he needs to go because yeah, he's an yeah. idiot. Like mm. none of it's unbelievable that he's outsmarting anyone. He's yeah. just, he's a good talker. He, yeah. Know, he yeah. Absolutely. Him, he's also an idiot.
1: Um, but obviously the performance was, was something else, you know, he's, um, he's yeah, it's a brilliant character that he's crafted. Mm. And I think you've got some trivia about his lines that we'll, that we'll get to. Well,
0: the, the main bit of trivia was that it was mostly outlived. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I think you can sort of tell that as you're watching it, but it's fantastic yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's really good,
3: but with the Betelgeuse car- character, he's so stupid he knows exactly what he's doing, but he doesn't think it's wrong
0: but yeah he's he's a' he's an annoying sort of irritating um presence, but at the same time he's just endlessly captivating to watch mm. yeah mm. um do we have any particular favorite bits with um with with his performance in this one
2: well Maisie, your favourite <laughs> bit is...
1: Say the bit.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> she won't say it because she's not allowed to. But she used to. Um, I was... You know, I've talked before about how a lot of these favourite movies of mine were always on TV and you'd mm. take them off TV and it was the Golden West Network, GWN, because I grew up in country, WA. Mm. And I didn't realise until I was 30, I, I like, had this v h s of Beetlejuice since I was about six I didn't realize until I was thirty when I watched it on d v d that there was a whole line that had been cut because it had a swear word in it, and it was the nice nice f- model honk honk when he grabs his balls line hmm. and when I first introduced Maisie to the film, <laughs> we watched it together, and i didn't that's when I think I realized that line was in it. I think it was our first viewing, <laughs> and from <laughs> then on. Maisie used to pr- <laughs> Maisie used to like <laughs> threaten to say that line in public when, when she knew that it was really not the best moment to
0: do it. Mm. Well, I mean, as you're 10, I'm just going to reinforce that there is still no good time to say that line, Maisie, but, um, <laughs> but it is very funny.: <laughs> You've
1: many them- good times. But there's very funny times. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be.
2: We'd be in the middle of a shopping centre, and she'd be going, "I'm going to, I'm going to do the line." <laughs> it's
0: like, "Don't you dare, mm. don't you dare, Hong Kong." Mm. It's interesting because I mean, this is a PG film, like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's uh, funny for it, yeah. It,
0: like it's the it's the only instance of the F bomb being used that I believe. But there's a couple of there's a couple of shits in there. So I think yeah, I think it used to be I know I think in America you're allowed
1: one F. Mm. In a PG movie, I don't know if that's the same. I here. thought
2: the horror fi- horror themes though might make it an M an film. M, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because Even just the
1: the death and suicide themes might be deemed a little too adult. Mm.
2: But if you watch PG films from the '80s, like when I worked for Starlight for Starlight Foundation, we had to play movies on Starlight TV. Mm. We had to be really careful about what we'd play because. We, like films like short circuit and beethoven and uh, films like that of pg and we have really fond memories of them but i remember putting one putting them on <laughs> we tried to put on short circuit one day and then realized about 10 minutes in that they say shit about seven times be- before we and we were like I'm oh pre- i'm
1: pretty sure there's some like it's not full nudity but i'm pretty sure there's some like sexual allusions and stuff in that movie as well
2: even Beethoven, there's. It's all about putting dogs down. It's all mm. about killing dogs.
0: Well, if they killed that bridge dog, we they well, that been good. It, that's so, it. If that
2: bridge dog was a Saint Bernard.
0: Yeah. Watch out. Oh. But yeah, yeah, it's it's it, Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it is interesting seeing seeing how that has changed and how you wouldn't mm. probably have any PG films these days with the F word in it.
2: Well, they just cut it if it was on GWN.
0: Yeah, or or yeah, do it <laughs> GWN. Um, so I really like the fact though that the. The characters, once they were exposed to the ghosts, saw it as a money-making opportunity, as opposed to being something to be terrified of. Yeah, and that that again does that make iconic
2: it. scene. Yeah, we've got to talk about
0: oh the the the, the dance at the yeah, the, the banana dinner
2: party. song. Yeah, mm. the incredible, incredible scene that that is.
0: Patrick, what were you thinking when that happened? Because obviously this is your first time watching yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very funny, and then there was, it was. Capped off nicely with an actual scary moment with the prawn cocktails coming to life and yeah. grabbing them, grabbing them by the face. Yeah, I forgot I about that. That. Was, <laughs> that was very cool. So it was quite this funny, goofy like dance routine that ended in a prawn monster hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. grabbing everyone. I thought that was that was a very nice touch.
0: I was, there were some interesting horror visuals, and yeah, I think the 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 banana song uh, scene is is pretty great. Um, yeah. And then they, I think they follow it up and arguably top it with the the summoning with Otho using the um, the handbook for the recently deceased yeah. to summon Adam and Barbara back using their yeah. wedding clothes yeah. and, and the
2: it, foreshadowing of them being exorcised and ending up in when they go th- when they're looking oh, yeah, in the room exorcism you've room. got the exorcism room the mm. death for the dead.
1: So is that what was meant to be happening? Was he yes. meant to be exorcising? So he them?
2: was exorcising them, but he
1: didn't realise that's what he was doing. He didn't realise. He okay, just thought right, he was. Right.
2: Uh, found a way to bring show... Them back. Yeah, bring mm. them back. Okay,
1: that makes sense. Because I, I, that's what I thought was happening, but yeah. it was a bit... Yeah. It's not super clear. Because that's something that... It, it, my only real complaint about the movie is it is a little hard to follow the first time watching. Yes. Mm. Mm. It's a little disjointed. The script is a little choppy. Yeah.
2: I think that's a Tim Burton film thing. I agree, yeah. And we, I think
1: that's something you can say for a, most of his movies. Yeah, mm.
2: because the the ideas are so vast yeah. that to... Yeah, that when they're edited down, they don't quite. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, it, you have to. Yeah. It's a few. It's a few viewing. But would you watch that again? Happily? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, I just think that for that first time and then coming to, have to having to have, uh, having to talk about it, I kind of having to, to process process my thoughts a little bit because it is. Uh, I am having to ask questions a little bit and go, oh, that's what that means because that wasn't super clear to me. Yeah. Because it is a little stilted. Not stilted, that's the wrong word, but it's a little choppy. Mm. Yeah. You jump from bit to bit very quickly.
2: And I think the way they they play with the concept of time and how time changes when you die as well, that always took me a long time to get my head around. Mm. I don't know if my head's quite still around that too. Like like how they were. The first
1: time he leaves the house. And then he comes back in, and she says he's been gone for two hours, but it's yeah. really only a couple of seconds.
2: And when yeah. they go to, when they draw the door and they go into the, the waiting room, and they've yeah, been they, there for three months. Yeah, and
1: mm. it's but for us, it's been ten minutes. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, but like, because also, when Arthur brings them back to life, that's why Barbara and they get all old because they get bring back to they get brought back to life, and it's been like over a hundred years. So that's why they get all like old and gross and stuff.
2: I think they're starting to decay. I don't know if it's because it's been a hundred years. I think it's because they're starting to decay, but they but mm. it, that's the, that that does confuse me though because they do talk about spending one hundred and twenty five years in the house. I, th-
0: I think that's how long they're going to be haunting. Them going so to be yeah yeah that w-
1: that was what I thought as well is that's how long they had to spend there before, before they, they could, could move do on. something else yeah. yeah. If they didn't get, and that was also where I think the actual plot is a little confusing for me. So they either spend 125 years in the house, or they get the deets to actually move out, and then like they they scare them away, and yeah, then they've they get got. To to a, move but on. then they'll
2: have to keep scaring people away because then the house would probably go on for. It's up to them to. Yeah, it to was get it was more out. a case of so
1: basically they have to keep the house vacant for 125 years. Yeah,
2: yes, and it's
0: okay. Yeah, it was it was essentially you don't like these people because they're yuppies. Well, too bad you have to deal with them however you want. Yeah, so it's okay. either as yeah. a ghost hang around and go, oh, God, these people are awful, or actively scare them away. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
2: I remember, and I don't think it, I was a bit of a weird kid, but I was never scared by the gore in that film. Um, I I mean, no. that, when she pulls her face off.
0: You're trying to scare them the first
1: time. Yeah. That, would have, that would have scared me. I think I talked about it in the... In one episode where I was scared of the Casper movie, so that wouldn't yeah. scared me. <laughs> <laughs> this one may have. Been, um, yeah. um, no,
0: I I, I I seem to remember being like, I, I, even affected feels like the wrong word because it's not scary, but it is like, ooh, ooh yeah, yeah. Uh, like when he does the when he says, "Let's uh, oh, go, how's this?" and then you just see from the back all these things shoot out of his face and then disappear. Yeah, like, how's that? That's um, Do you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Do you it's like it? it's great, and it's more like a. I like that they leave that for you to imagine to an yeah. extent what's going on there. But uh, even but- that
2: bit where like Barbara's holding his... Uh, um, Adam's head. Adam's head and, and he just goes, oh, honey, this is not working at <laughs> yeah. all. I think the playoff of the the graphicness of it, but then the playoff of them just going, mm. oh, God, yeah. no one's listening yeah. or watching. Like, mm. s- there's I re- just remember as a kid not being... Impacted by that?
0: Yeah, not finding it scary and like traumatizing. No, way.
2: I can see how it would traumatize kids, but well, I, but
0: Maisie, yeah, I was going to say, did
1: you find it scary the first time? Um,
3: I think I found it scary, but I sort of it was easy to get over because, like, as Mum was saying, um, the comedy it's it plays a huge part. So, like, you say something really gory and then instead of going, eww, they have something funny and so then you can just laugh about it and then move over it. But still, yeah. yeah.
2: We all, and I traumatised you with Batman Returns anyway. So <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, we were watching. I wanted to watch, like, a kid's film like Barbie or something and she said that she's not going to watch it with me and I wanted her to watch it with me. So I was watching Batman Returns and then we got up to the scene where Pegme- with um, where Penguin bites the guy's nose off mm. and I've been... Traumatized by that movie ever since. Mm. She had
0: is it legit nightmares. Is oh. it the is it penguins that scare you, or is it Danny DeVito that scares you? That's the question.
3: Oh, not re- I, I don't. It's the, I think it's, it's, just, just, it's just, the just, just the nose. The nose, it's just the, the nose. Yeah, yeah, him biting the nose it's, off. <laughs> I ran into my room and I <laughs> cried. Okay,
2: she did, she, I was like. Damn, we've watched so many inappropriate films for a child your age Mm. And this is the one that gets you
1: I, I understand that, though, because there's something so visceral about it's too that real. moment. It's way yeah. too real. Yeah. So as a little kid, yeah, I would have been terrified by that as well. I
2: had, no, I had no notion of that amount of... We've watched The Young Ones. We've, we yeah, like, but like...
0: Yeah, you've every, seen Vivian's head get taken off yeah, on that, a train.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's fine. so... But that's the thing. It's so silly. That's so <laughs> yeah. silly. But, but he, when he bites that guy's... Oh, it's so yeah. real. And I suppose... And blood just goes everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. suppose
0: that's... Brings it back to Beetlejuice. The reason yeah. Beetlejuice isn't scary in this is the same way that Vivian getting his head knocked off and The Young Ones isn't scary is because it's shocking and gory, but it's very comedic. Like, Yeah. Like, My sister's so.
2: favorite character is the smoking
0: guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you want a Just, cigarette? I'm trying to cut down myself. Just because yeah. he's shaking.
0: Yeah. He's, he's like, and burned. Burn it's just wonderful.
1: Um, the shrunken head guy would have scared me as well, just saying as a little kid. Oh, really?
0: Shrunken heads? I, hmm? Shrunken heads, no good. Oh,
1: just the big, some, eyes big eyes, big creepy eyes. And the, ah. the sewn up mouth would have, that would have scared me. How did me, you go sure.
2: with the Goombas in um, um, Super Mario Bros.? No, they were
1: okay because they were just like lizard men. They weren't. Yeah, I guess always, so. you know what? I've always had a, and this is why I think I understand where you're coming from, Maisie, with the penguin biting the nose. I've always had a problem. With, like any kind of body mutilation mm. So like, I'm, I'm not I, I, I think I'm better at horror movies Than I think I am mm. But I can't do Like Saw or Hostel Or any, anything like that mm. Where it involves some kind of Yeah Like somewhat realistic mutilation Of the body Yeah mm, 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 mm,
0: mm. No, no, no. Did you not like Casper Because Casper didn't have a nose? And it reminded I you? I think I explained yeah. why I didn't like Caspar. And oh, it was yes.
1: because Bill Pullman pulled his face off That's and there was like right. a weird, it was the Crypt Keeper underneath it or something. Mm. It was a ripoff of Poltergeist. Mm. I
0: explained myself. You did. You did. <laughs> I apologize for not taking your hilarious trauma more seriously. Um, so with that in mind, should we do some trivia? Yes. According to Michael Keaton, the Beetlejuice character was described to him by Tim Burton as having lived in every time period, but no time period. Keaton used this as the jumping off point to create the character with uh, such features as the shock hairdo, mould makeup and large teeth. Uh, he said that when he first showed up on the set uh, as Beetlejuice, the crew started chanting, Juice, 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 juice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's a great look.
2: It's The mould yeah. is what makes it like... the Yeah, the,
0: the, yeah that's the, a... Yeah. Just...
2: Festy, decaying look
0: yeah I went to a Halloween party a good seven eight years ago it as Beetlejuice oh. and the mold was probably the hardest thing to, I don't think I could get it right. that right but, but yeah. yeah it was um yeah it was it just looks so good mm. and like yeah Michael Heaton just looks disgusting it's he does. it's so great um, even
2: in um like it's it was interesting watching it in in HD because it was a little dis- It was one of those films where I was like, "No, oh, I'm a little disappointed watching this in HD because um, low low definition is probably much better for some of the effects in this film." Sure, sure. But his makeup held up. I oh, think yeah. on that, even the black, you know, clearly the raccoon eye makeup and yeah. stuff. You go, no, this is actually still looks. Yeah, very, very, I think good.
1: it was. I think I, I think also the fact that the the creature effects in the makeup and everything is so well-designed as well, yeah. Which, which, forgiven, which means, yeah, exactly. You know, if you've got, if you've got incredible art design, it forgives a lot of, you know, the, I guess the quality, I suppose. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah.
0: Know. Yeah. You can tell the sandworms don't look quite right, but at the same time, but they, they lo- look so cool. They're, yeah, they're so like, yeah. amazingly designed. Yeah that you're yeah. just like no this is great yeah yeah and you can tell they are sort of plasticine or something yeah. but it doesn't matter because cuz so much care has gone into yeah. it and like yeah. the the beat when he beetlejuice is the snake and they've got the snake head puppet and you it like the, its lip is curling at one point when it's going for Lydia yeah yeah great it's really There's, creepy
2: i noticed um you know right at the start where Gina Davis's hand is catches on fire
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: so i was like how did they do that is it just <laughs> two wax fingers that they yeah, because, like, put on her
3: all of them, all of her fingers move except the two that are on fire. So yeah,
2: yeah so there must be wax fingers. But I was like, even that, I was going, gee, that's really clever. Mm. Just to have that little tiny movement of the third Ooh. finger. Yeah, and they probably they
3: probably would have told her the do, to do that. They probably would have said, can you just move the other fingers so then it looks like so then it's more real. Yeah, Thirty
0: years down the line, Tegan's going, whoa, whoa,
2: woah, mind blown.
0: <laughs> the original script was, in fact, a horror film. Uh, Beetlejuice was a winged reptilian demon who transformed into a small Middle Eastern man to interact with the Maitlands, uh, apparently. Uh, Lydia was a minor character, and her six-year-old sister, Kathy, um, being the Deets child that was able to see the Maitlands. Um, Beetlejuice's goal was to actually kill the Deets rather than frighten them away, and uh, the subsequent rewrites turned it into a comedy and made uh, the Beetlejuice into the wisecracking con artist as opposed to a demon.
1: Which I think was a good call. I yeah. think that's a yeah. good call, too. Sounds a bit generic otherwise, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah. Oh,
0: you've seen one ringed reptilian uh, demon. You've seen, you've seen them all. Kind of. Uh, the studio originally wanted to call this film House Ghosts.
1: <laughs> great great work, studio. Ha- house Ghost. Uh, as
0: the, as a joke. We
2: called the movie House Ghosts. <laughs> There's ghosts in the house.
1: So, uh... We're gonna call it house ghost. Well why how 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 why you guys think of what do you guys think of house ghost?
0: I like it because ghost sounds a bit like guest. So they're house guest ghosts. Oh, I
1: didn't even think of that. Oh. That's better.
0: Yeah. No,
1: that's too clever.
0: <laughs> well well, we'll call they it. won't
2: understand.
1: We'll just call it ghost.
2: <laughs> no, we can't. Patrick Swayze already he's gonna oh, do that no. in a year. In two years, Swayze's gonna make a film.
1: Um Call it House. Timber No,
2: because then 20 years it's gonna be a TV show that Hugh Laurie's gonna play a, a guy with a cane. No.
0: Well, that was the first half of the trivia section. Um, the second half of this tidbit, Tim Burton didn't like that name, so as a joke he suggested that they name uh, the film Scared Sheetless and that and was then horrified that the studio wanted to use it. Oh,
1: no.
2: That's a man. you're a genius.
1: I'm not, I, that's, that's, that's why we hired you, Tim. That's why we did it. It'll get an M
2: rating, though, because it sounds like the bad word.
1: It sounds like the dirty word. Oh, no. And
2: you can't make a bed with no sheets. Tim, there's sheets on the bed. There's sheets in the film. No, Tim, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) What are they going to wear?
1: How are they going to be ghosts without sheets? Get out of here. New director.
0: Okay, so the next film I'm going to do is called Edward Scissorhands. I'm just going to label it very clearly. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Batman. (laughs) Corpse Bride. That's why all the names changed. (laughs) Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Sweeney Todd, the barber of Fleet Street. Even included his address.
2: Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he didn't even God. have to name that one, someone did it for him Yeah. Right?
0: Ed Wood Was there a mm. film about wood? All the people in the waiting room uh, And in the office are in the same condition As when they died, and the way that they died Is very clearly shown The Maitlands drowned, uh, but are not wet during the film And this is because Tim Burton felt that Keeping the actors wet the whole time would have been too uncomfortable
2: Oh, that's nice yeah. But then in 1990 he put Michael Keaton In the bat suit, and Michael Keaton was Incredibly claustrophobic, so yeah. <laughs> I guess that changed yeah, his guess. care for them changed a little bit. After yeah. A while. After
0: working with Michael Keaton being Beetlejuice for the two weeks that he was on set, because he was only on set for two weeks, yeah, He probably needed. That's yeah. yeah but for, you know, after those two weeks, like if Keaton was like staying in character, Tim Burton was probably like, "I'm sick of this guy.
2: You're gonna be Batman, buddy, yeah. and you can gonna, be Batman. We're gonna make the most of your claustrophobia.
0: <laughs> yeah. Although I mean, it's like you can't have Batman without the bat suit. Yeah. No, like, that's true. Yeah. It
2: wasn't so much the bat suit; it was the Batmobile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He point. was terrified of being in the Batmobile. Yeah,
3: and that's like that tiny little, tiny little like Lamborghini tiny. Yeah, because
2: it had the little mm. bubble. It was a little bubble one. Yeah,
0: yeah. He'd have loved the the tank one from the Christopher Nolan ones then. Oh yeah,
1: he would I think have that fine, was pretty right? crap as well. Cause, cause well, yeah, he but he could of...
0: shoot out into a motorbike yeah. at any time.
1: <laughs> no, you know which one he should have had was the convertible '60s one. Yeah, he would have been much more comfortable fine. than that one.
0: When Adam and Barbara are in the office, a voice on the PA system announces Flight 409 is arriving at Gate 3. United Airlines Flight 409 crashed into a mountain in Wyoming on October the 6th, 1955, killing all passengers and crew on board. At the time, it was one of the worst plane crashes in history. To this day, no one knows why it crashes. Wow. It was just, yeah, just like a fun extra thing that they threw in. It was almost like they were like, you know, had this film been made, you know, before films were around, it was like the crew of the Mary Celeste are arriving in Dark Three. (laughs) Hmm. The movie's box office success created plans for a sequel titled Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. (laughs) That's the correct reaction. Um, Aren't they
2: writing a sequel? Well, the script was
0: commissioned. Uh, Keaton and uh, Winona Ryder both signed on to reprise their roles, but Tim Burton lost interest and went on to do the Batman films. As recently as 2015, Warner Brothers has still been trying to get this sequel into production.
2: Yeah, I heard that. Mm. Cool. I would, I would be okay with that. Like, that would be... A, you would Not a remount, but, like, because that character is unkillable...
4: Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Provided have, it was yeah. Bert. Provided it was Keaton, sorry. You'd yeah. have to be... More, he could
0: still yeah. do it easy. He could still do yeah. it well, fine. That's a good thing about
1: that character. Yeah, it doesn't matter how old Keaton is. Yeah. He's provided as long he's capable of doing it, Yeah. it would make sense, yeah. Like, I.
2: that would... I'd find that really exciting. Aloha. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Aloha, <laughs> <Hello>, babes. Nice <laughs> f- palm tree! Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Beetlejuice is said to have been a civil servant and Juno's as assistant. It was going to be explained in the film that he actually hanged himself uh, incompetently and very painfully uh, due to heartbreak. Uh, whilst this was cut out of the film for time purposes, it is hinted that Beetlejuice is surprised at Lydia wishing to die. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's, it, it is interesting in... In that sense that maybe a little bit of the backstory. But there's no obvious signs on Beetlejuice of how he actually yeah. died in the first place. He you does, don't need it though. Yeah. It's no.
2: um I like that they've cut that. Yeah. Because uh, I almost
1: wasn't sure for a while if he was a, a dead person or if he was some other kind of
2: otherworldly other yeah,
1: thing. like a like a demon or some kind of mm. just general poltergeist like spirit that obviously they didn't have any of that he was meant to be a dead person. Makes perfect sense, but mm. there was part of it was like, oh, is he different somehow? You know, it's like why he operates outside of everyone else. Yeah. Is he a kind of yeah, yeah, almost, almost more like a like a god of mischief type thing? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering I if you was something like that, and mm. obviously not. But I think they, I think there might. I don't think it really matters. You no. know, it's.
2: I think that backstory makes them needing to marry Lydia make sense more.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, yeah. Because
2: yeah,
3: because like, like that. Sorry. It, like interest, sorry. And like interest in, that he's interested in Barbara as well. So like he mm. has, he has more
0: mm.
3: interest in well, like the girls and the ladies than, yeah. Like, the I mean, other characters. It, it, that
0: could also just be because the character is being played as like a disgusting, horrible creature. Um, yeah. but, and like the first thing he says to Adam, he's like, so how good is this relationship? Cause like, you know, is it rocky? Is it not? It's almost she as is. though like he knows his way out is marriage. Yeah. But um,
2: he's not like, but it's a different, it's different with Lydia. Yeah, and... Lydia.
0: It feels like he knows how to. So he knows she's desperate, so he can manipulate that situation. Mm. I think with um, with Adam and Barb, it's literally he just turns up and is just being disgusting and gross, um, just in general. Uh, he's
2: excited as well because he's yeah.
0: His plans worked. Yeah, he's to... like, hey, we're friends now. Yeah. I and mean, I love that We he's... shop at the same store. Yeah, the same clothes. <laughs> it's wonderful. Really, really fantastic. Uh, Catherine O'Hara met her future husband, production designer Bo Welch, whilst making this film. Aww. no. So he saw that bit where she's shouting about, I'll go insane and take you with me. And he went, yep, I'll, I'll have some <laughs> of that.
2: This is my art and it is dangerous. Do you think I want to die like this? <laughs> I, I love her so much. Hmm. She, Uh, oh my god mm. I've been watching heaps of SCTV Recently, Mm. which is where She started In the late 70s Early 80s, it's her, John Candy Rick Moranis, Eugene Levy Martin Short It's the Canadian SNL And it's so ridiculous It's very Canadian Mm. Did I I make you watch that Sketch, didn't I? Where John Candy can't Get, get his songs out
1: Yes, yes he did I just
2: yes, made yes, you yes. watch that that's over,
1: right.
0: over and yeah. Don't say his name three times though Or the John, John Candy, Candy man John. Will, will Canadian
1: water. bacon? It'd be great. What is Canadian bacon everywhere? It'd be great to bring John Candy back
0: Oh you know what, that's true,
2: <laughs> true It'd be a lot thinner
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch <laughs>
1: John Candy, slammed <laughs> Oh, boom um, Whoops Michael
0: Love. Keaton based his performance of Beetlejuice on Chop Top from The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
2: Ah. Uh, no, I've never yeah. seen that. All I've right. seen number one. Yeah,
0: Neither have I. But, you know, if you've seen it, you can probably go,
3: oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. So
1: enjoy. Have you seen Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Maisie?
3: Uh, of course I have. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She threatens to uh, reenact Chop Top scenes in the shopping centre. <laughs> so this film was notable for having the F word, uh, despite the fact it was PG-13. Uh, the other films from the same era that had this, um, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Why
2: did they say it in space?
0: I don't know. I just know that it had an F-bomb. And it feels right that that film had an F-bomb. Uh, the other films, uh, Big... That's a lots of shit. Yeah. We're not uh, just
2: doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Big was one of the other ones. Yeah. And Caddyshack 2. Caddyshack See, 2, specifically.
2: Mm. Yeah, two, yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like, mm. we... They're films we grew up on mm. and we yeah. have to there's there's a website when we worked and this had to show these films we we found this website that counts the swear words um it's done by like you know the you know how the, there's the FCC and stuff in yeah, America yeah. so there's literally people who run a website where they count the amount of swear words in every film mm. and they and they list it so you can like type in big and it'll say one f bomb three shits, two bastards. Mm. And so that's, we would have to go to this website before we got new DVDs of 80s films. So we could check to see if we could play it for Mm. the kids.
0: Oh, it's got four hacks.
2: Yeah. Even things like back to the future. Like, Mm. you know, we'd get asked to play it, but we couldn't
0: because of course there's swearing. I see some serious shit, Marty. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Oh dear. Um, Tim Burton originally wanted, now there's a few different casting options, but this is who Tim, okay, who do you think Tim Burton originally wanted?
2: Jack Nicholson.
0: One of the suggested ones later on, but not who he wanted originally.
1: For Beetlejuice?
0: For Beetlejuice.
1: Marlon Brando?
0: <laughs> no, and I don't, I think we could sit here all night and you wouldn't yeah, get it. Um, um. You have a go, Maisie.
3: I don't know who this guy's name is, but the guy who plays Freddy Krueger in... Uh, Robert Iron Englund? Street. Yeah. Well. No,
0: it wasn't Robert Englund, I'm afraid. Um Originally, Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. to play oh. Beetlejuice. The studio executives went, no. They, they didn't like that idea.
2: That would have been around Reagan time. Was, mm-hmm. it? was it Reagan or
0: Carter? Uh It's 88, so it would have been the last year of Reagan. Wouldn't it have be been really old? Yeah. He would. He would have been old. He, uh, but been he was still. He 70s. was still doing films. Like there's a film. Yeah. There's a film where he and um, are oh, the tap dancing guy who's in History of the World. Uh, we just did it two weeks ago, and oh, I can't remember his uh, name.
4: Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 Movies is magic, baby. That guy. Uh, um. Anyway, there's a film with Sammy Davis Jr. Not Ben Vereen. No, it's like it's, it's a G name. Um. Oh, that's it's really irritating. Um, I'll edit it in here. Gregory Hines. Uh, Anyway, they are in this film together where they're tap dancing, and I believe it's from the late 80s. That and and the
2: guy whose name you just edited in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, You know, Gregory Hines. You thought of Gene Kelly? (laughs) No, not Gene Kelly. (laughs) He was dead, but...
2: No, no, because he wasn't, because he was in a Muppets episode.
0: There you go. (laughs) Good old Muppets. Keeping everything on track. Uh, But yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. was still around and still, you know, doing his... uh, doing his shtick his shtick do you because there are a lot of options the beetlejuice like beetlejuice is sort of a character anyone could play um do you have anyone that you would like to have seen play play beetlejuice from from that 80s time period it's so iconic Mm. as
2: michael keaton like to change that character it would have to be a completely different character yeah
1: yeah i'm I'm inclined to agree i I Mm. don't even though I've only seen the film The Once now, I, it's one of those things... I've, I've, I know Michael Keaton played Beetlejuice. Yeah.
0: No, I think that's... Mm. Kind of I can't think of a different reality it, where that was... Mm. Yeah. But it could have been you know, Sammy Davis Jr. would have been interesting. Could have mm. been. So, Beetlejuice also has uh, a little bit of history, I suppose, in the modern day. It was the first DVD sent out by the company Netflix... When Netflix was a company oh, that yeah, yeah, when they sent the, DVDs, the yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
2: it was two-sided, and one side was
0: widescreen and one side was normal. Hmm. But yeah, Beetlejuice was the first film that they sent out back in the heady days of
1: 1998.
0: Oh, wow. those days. <laughs> How far we have I still
2: gone. had my VHS recorded off the TV.
1: Yeah, I think we would have, we would have still absolutely had VHS then. Yeah, I don't think we got a DVD player. It really annoyed me
2: that it was double-sided because I could never figure out which side down was the widescreen and which side down was the... Mm -hmm. The the early days
1: of DVDs where they were flawed and difficult and machines wouldn't work all the time. Mm -hmm. And you had had to buy...
2: No, because you had to buy... Because you had the bloody regions. And so if you wanted... Mm. You know, if you went to like quality comics or somewhere like that and you had a region four dvd player mm. and you, all the american ones are region one you could only get american ones
0: mm. Maisie, um this is all ancient history i suppose for you um, this is a
2: history lesson mm. for you <laughs> but yeah back back in the this days is how hard it was back in our days
0: we had a we had a time when we were trying to decide between blu-ray and hd dvd so you know it's you know
2: we had a time Where we had to choose between the VHS.
0: And the Betamax.
2: And the Betamax.
1: There was a time where if you wanted to watch a show, you had to be in front of the TV at that specific time of day to watch it.
2: There was a time (laughs) where we had a VCR where the remote, you had to plug into the VCR so it had a really long cord so you could sit on the couch and still use it, but you had to plug it in.
0: Are you glad you live in the modern day? There was a time
1: <laughs> Oh no Where our, t- our, our first TV didn't have a remote We had to go up to the TV to change channels And it had a big
2: A dial, dial Had a big dial That dial. went Chunk
1: chunk chunk yep.
4: To change channels
2: There was a time Where I, living in rural WA We had Two channels we had GWN or ABC So then when we'd come to visit people in Perth It was so exciting Because mm. we could watch Mully Grubs
0: <laughs> Mully Grubs yeah. so, um, Because
2: we didn't get Mully Grubs Because it was I, a Channel 9 show yeah. and GWN only got Channel 7 shows
0: <laughs> What we're saying is Is that we're all very old By comparison And but, you should yeah. be grateful Yeah.
2: Are you grateful?
0: And one day
1: No No, 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 no <laughs> I'm saying, one day when you're our age and you're talking to someone who's your age, you get to be this. You get to you get to pathetic. do this to them, and when they're getting like information beamed right into their brains, mm. you're going to be like, "Well, we had to go on the PS4 and to, to turn on the Blu-ray player, or we had to have a stable internet connection to watch Netflix."
0: When you're on episode 2,000 of the Cinema Catch-Up Club, <laughs> you can you can say. When we used to do podcasts, podcast, the mics used to drop out all the time because we had <laughs> physical wires.
2: Now we just have mics built into our throats.
0: Some of the other options for Lydia. So it wasn't just when I'm a rider. Lydia, um, oh, Lydia. There Lydia. were a couple of other op- options. Uh, uh, one of the charmed girls was up for it. Sharon Alice, Doherty. No. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Uh, no,
1: yeah,
2: because she would have been yeah. doing, because she would have done... Predator.
1: but
4: that's no, not Predator, commando commando
2: that's right
0: mm. um some of the other actresses that were up for it uh sarah jessica parker
2: oh cuz she yeah she would have done oh she was in a, she was already in a horror film oh, really mm. a couple of them i thought
1: she just materialized into existence for sex in the city mm. no cuz think... she
2: was in ed wood as well so <gasps> oh, he had, he cast okay. her in ed wood so she'd been doing a few mm-hmm. films she was a teen, she was a teen actor I hmm. um, uh, hadn't done a lot, but she'd done some things yeah. before that.
0: Brooke Shields was another option. Oh, she'd have been terrible. Uh, Molly Ringwald. Ring 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 Ringworm. ringworm. <laughs> Murray Ringworm. Molly Ringwald was uh, was an option, uh, and Jennifer Connelly.
2: Oh, because of oh, Labyrinth, she would have been good. Mm. Yeah. No, I I One love.
3: was
4: <laughs>
2: Winona in this role.
1: She's no, no, Winona is perfect I'm just saying Except Jennifer Connelly would've been fine Would've been good as well, I think
2: Yeah Yeah, Jennifer Con- She would've been fine, yeah I just Like, this is You know, Winona Ryder Is an odd one She did some odd films That she probably was miscast in yeah. Through the 80s and 90s And then she did some odd things with her life Like, like, mm. kleptomania But um, But she's so good in this role mm this role and Heather's, uh, she's so good in in that too. Cause she like she, she she's meant she's meant to be like 14, 15. The way mm. she plays it is just
0: you kind of get that been? naivety. Um, oh, I'm not twenty. Sure. She, yeah, should have been right, okay. older, yeah. but um, yeah, she's. I mean, she is great. She she does a really really good job mm. in this. Um, some of the actresses that were considered for the for playing Barbara. Uh, so mm-hmm. we could have had obviously a different Barbara. Uh, Kirsty Alley. Oh, yeah. But uh, Cheers wouldn't let her out of her contract to take the role. So that was the first... She was the first choice, but couldn't do it. Um, Sigourney Weaver. Too tall. Uh, Goldie Horn. No. Laura Dern.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and Linda Hamilton.
2: See, I'm so used to... I, just, I think Gina Davis is, yeah. is, again, perfect. Yeah. I think Alec Baldwin is perfect. I think the dynamic... It's nice watching Alec Baldwin just play this straight nerdy character. that's the thing as character. well.
1: All those other actors that you've named for, for Barbara, like, there's a, there's a a genuineness and a sweetness to the way Gina Davis plays that character. Mm. I think. Yeah. That I'm sure they would have been able to do, but I don't think.
2: But she's tough as well. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm not
1: saying that. Because yeah. like, she is a. I think she. But she exudes that as well as this very kind. Mm. She exudes kindness that, in a way, and and. and Sweetness that perhaps those others don't as much. She's
2: maternal.
4: Yeah, that's a good word. For it's because yeah, because
2: Lydia goes when Lydia says, "I want, I want Barbara." Yeah, like she's found a mum, and yeah. Barbara's found a kid. Like they they've found
4: what's yeah. missing from their lives, and it's important
0: to be able to communicate that. Yeah, and I think they yeah, Junior Davis is perfect for that. Um, okay, we've got some alternate um, Beetlejuices, and. Right. We'll just go for a simple yes, no, uh, on these ones. Um, Robin Williams. No. No. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Christopher Lloyd.
2: Maybe? Oh, well, I'm thinking Christopher Lloyd um, in One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest, his Hmm. first ever film. Hmm. Again, it'd be different, but I reckon he could get that that ominousness yeah yeah i'd
0: pass that yeah uh jim carrey ew no maybe you will say yes but it's the sort of thing that he like you look at stuff that he did like the mask and characters like that it just fits into that i don't know
1: see i don't agree i feel like there's a there's a danger Mm. to beetlejuice and i don't think jim carrey's ever genuinely felt dangerous i think
2: he has cable guy
1: Oh, see, I don't know I love Cable 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 Guy. I think
2: he really really has that. that, But it would be, he wouldn't, it wouldn't be controlled. It would be. I don't
0: think you'd have those lovely moments like Michael Keaton had where, well, first I went to Juilliard and then I did some training there and then I lived with the Black Death and that was nice. I watched The Exorcist
2: 167 times and it keeps getting funnier every single time. see it. To mention the fact you're talking to a dead guy now what do you think
0: i don't think jim carrey could do that no that, that's a good al-
2: also i agree that scene where they all three of them are together mm. and they're playing off each other like
0: he wouldn't
1: he, be able to let that happen. he
2: couldn't give them space so yeah because yeah, barbara and adam have time to say what they need to say and have their moments as well mm. Gina Davis has got really good comic timing mm. in Absolutely, this, I Absolutely, she does, yeah. She's this straight character, but with these, like, <laughs> she falls off the bed. Yeah. The yeah. Bed and she goes, ah! <laughs> It's like... It's great.
0: She, um, she's, like, mm.
2: they're allowed to, yeah, everyone is allowed to play. Yeah. Jim mm. Carrey would need to be... He'd
1: need to... He wouldn't. He, yeah, that. he wouldn't have... He, he wouldn't have been able to make Beetlejuice that... Supporting character mm. Mm. He would have had to have been the centre of attention yeah. Kind of like Robin tangen- Williams would have done that as Exactly yeah, Sort of tangentially related to Batman And the Burton Batman's like Even though it wasn't Burton But when he played the Riddler Yeah That movie was all about him Yeah Yeah. As the Riddler Because he just had to kind of Be the centre of attention
3: um, Yeah but so I think if Jim Carrey was in the role I think he'd do a good job as Beetlejuice But he would sort of have to be because he's used to playing the main character. The main characters he's used to being the center of attention. The center of attention. He's used to being like the the other actors have their funny moments, but he's like he's like the main. He's spitting the things at them so then mm. they can that then they can take it um, to where it needs to be. So I feel like um, he would be a little like a little more. He would be. Because, like, like who's the guy who plays Beetlejuice again? Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think, because Michael Keaton, like, like you said, a lot of it was ad-libbed. Mm. Um, I feel like if Jim Carrey was to ad-lib it, he would take it a little too far. Because, mm. like I said, he's used to being that main centre of attention. Yeah. But in yeah. Beetlejuice, the um, centre of attention is Adam and Barbara. Mm. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and I think the film benefits from that. From, yes. from yeah. having the, yeah. the attention, even though the film is called Beetlejuice, the attention is very much on the story of everyone else, and Beetlejuice is that antagonistic force, but is who we're relating to weirdly just from the title. Um, a couple of other options Jack Nicholson, as you mentioned before, mm. was one. Uh, Tim Curry was.
2: He would have been. Ooh, mm, yeah. He would have got it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah he would,
0: he would
3: have, have worked. It would have been very, well.
0: very sinister. It would have been great. Um, Bill Murray. God. <laughs>
3: Oh, no. That would have been
1: too laconic. Yeah, way too low, downbeat. Yeah,
0: Uh, Dudley Moore. (laughs)
2: Jeez. Yeah.
0: That's that's weird. It is weird. Um, I love Dudley Moore. Don't think he's a Beetlejuice, though. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. Uh, And finally, at one point, Tim Burton seriously considered Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm feeling anxious <laughs>
2: Hope you like Italian
0: <laughs> um,
2: Nice f-
3: model
2: <laughs> Honk honk
3: Oh no that would not Attention came out at shoppers
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. um, The Jeffen company felt that Due to Schwarzenegger's reputation at the time As an action star People wouldn't take it seriously no. um, Schwarzenegger was approached by Burton But turned it down because he was busy shooting The Running Man
4: Yay <laughs>
0: so uh i think everyone got what they wanted out of that i certainly did yeah (laughs) i sure did michael keaton wouldn't have worked in the running man no (laughs) just (laughs) it just wouldn't have worked at all um so yeah i think i think ultimately everyone got cast in the right roles for this one
2: and the running man was made
0: yes uh the final bit of trivia um when glenn shabbix died in 2010 uh, he played Otho. Um, the last song performed at his memorial service was Deo, the Banana Boat song.
4: Aww.
0: All right. Well, with all that in mind, it's time to score the film. And Patrick, we'll start with you. You are our uh, first-time watcher yep. of this film. What are you giving Beetlejuice out of 10? I
1: give it nine shrunken heads out of 10. The only reason I'm taking up a point is because it, it, the the plot is a little convoluted mm. and a little not super friendly to first-time viewers. Mm. But the good news is, it's heaps of fun and it, it's great to watch. I'd love to watch it again. So excellent. That's all good.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, Maisie, what score would you give Beetlejuice out of ten?
3: Um, I'd give it ten. Kmart shoppers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. No. It's. It. Yeah. No. I, th- I think that's perfectly fair. It's. A, it's a highly enjoyable film. Uh, Tegan,
2: uh, I'll give it nine and a half. Uh, talking marcel marceau statues out of 10 um i think it was the hd like it was Mm. (laughs) watching in hd i was like oh that's a model (laughs) and it was it wasn't the like the Mm. the bit you know where like they put the eyes on the fingers or the it was there was what i could see the background clearly and i could see that like Barbara and Adam were just dummies. And mm. rocked, like, that, that were the parts that were... I was like, "Ah oh, man, <laughs> you yeah. never noticed that before. Yeah. Um. So, the, the HD, I, I think I'll just pr- have to watch it on a GWN-taped mm. VHS copy.
0: Or develop cataracts and yes. just watch it like that.
2: Degenerate Mac- some macula. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah.
0: Then you'll be all set. All good. Um, I... I'm not going to give it that big a score, I've got to be honest. Um, I found rewatching this for the first time that it's kind of a very choppy script and it Mm. really, it kind of really took my sort of usual enjoyment out of it. Um, Like, it's still a brilliant concept and it's still more interesting than most films that you'll see. But I do feel it's, for me it was just struggling a little bit at certain points and it does feel like it takes... It takes ages to get going in a in a sense. And as as much as that is world building and um you know, the sorts of things which you do have in films. I I just didn't enjoy it as much as mm. um I have done previously. And uh, it's still a great film and I still think if you haven't seen it, watch it because it's it's definitely worth watching. Um but yeah, I would probably only give it seven and a half um dead American footballers out of 10. <laughs> it's uh, Not the coach. Yeah, he survived. Yeah, the coach. Yeah, that's why the score's lower. <laughs> because the coach survived. Yeah, I think that's
2: yeah. fair. I think, mm. like, I have, I have such a... Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Burton films, mm. I think you get so used to that choppiness mm. where the concept and the performances become more of the... Magic of the film, then that's. But it can take you. But it can take you out of it if you if you do find yourself going. Well, wait, wait, hang on a sec. Where are we now? Like, what are we? Yeah. Yeah. Where Where are we sitting now with this? Yeah. I think that that makes sense. Yeah. I still think that's a little low, though.
0: That brings us to an end of this episode. So, Maisie, Patrick, Tegan, thank you very much for reviewing Beetlejuice with me.
2: You're welcome.
3: I'm gonna end this on a scary note. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Never say that at home. No. What's
2: cause... this big
3: snake? That's... Oh,
2: no. We've come for your daughter, Chuck. <gasps>
3: mm. Hey, yeah, uh,
0: Beetlejuice. You're gone, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if, if people want to uh, to find us online on iTunes or on uh, SoundCloud, um, what do they need to type in? They need to type in. I'll eat anything that you want me to eat.
2: <laughs> I'll swallow anything that you want me to swallow. <laughs> Come on now. Chew on the dog.
0: Close enough. (laughs) Uh, It's the Cinema Catch-Up Club. That's all you need to search. That's what I said. Yeah, indeed. Uh, We can also be found on Facebook. You can follow us there. And we also have a Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash ccucpodcast. And you can uh, donate some money there. Uh, Beetlejuice, how much should they donate by your Uh, record?
2: I'm Stephen Platt and I'm of sound mind. Yes, I think you should donate to my (laughs) Patreon because yes, I love my Patreon
0: of mine. That was uncanny. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Cool. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. So until next time. Nice
4: (laughs) model. (laughs) Hong, Hong, (laughs) Hong.